your day just got a whole lot better. You're listening to the Mutual Audio Drama Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Welcome to Rude Alchemy Chatter and Lore. I'm Andy. I am Andrew. I'm Mike. Uh, Tom. <laughs> and I'm Ryan. And we are, I don't know why I found that so funny. Mike. <laughs> and we are the creators of Rude Alchemy. <laughs> Chatter and Lore is that special place where we talk about Rude Alchemy, who we are, why we're doing it, and also tell some stories that will expand the ridiculous universe we are creating. If this is the first episode of Rude Alchemy you're listening to, thank you. Welcome. We're glad to have you. But since this is an opportunity to enhance and expand the world of the series, you might have a better time if you first listen to episodes from our current season. It's called Jabez Flintwick, Salem Patriot, and the first three episodes are available right now on this feed. In this episode of Chatter and Lore, we'll be talking Jabez, playing some Who Said That Jabez edition... And listening to a Jabez bonus story from Ryan. So basically, it's all Jabez all the time, guys. (laughs) The first ever edition of Who Said That? Not, you know, we should mention it's a a world. This is a world premiere game. Made in the I'm sure no one has ever thought to play this game before. (laughs) Uh, All right, let's dive right in, shall we? And talk some Jabez. Um, And this time, we'll be doing a bit of a lightning round of sorts. Each gentleman... Each one of the four gentlemen here will ask a question, and all three of the other gentlemen will answer it in less than 10 seconds each. Then the asker gets to pick their favorite answer and their least favorite answer because everything's better when it's a competition. (laughs) So I did ask everybody to think of a question. Uh, Let's see. Andrew, are you ready with your question? Mm -hmm. Andrew Kane? Yes. Right, so do this, and then let's see. Um, I don't know about the order. Doesn't matter. We'll go Tom, me, Ryan. I'll, I'll pick, oh, you'll I'll pick, pick the, order. the order. Even better. It has don't, to go real quick, though, don't right? You dare. Soon, yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna call out a yeah. name, and that person's gonna third. answer, and then I'm gonna call another name, and then that All they're right. gonna answer, and I'm gonna call and the you, final name. You, I'm just saying because the, the third person I, has the third person has like you know 20 more seconds to answer the question because they get to think about it. So already the yep. game is not off to a great start. Well, just, yeah, yeah, we'll just do. We'll just we'll just we'll, we'll just change up the order for the other people. I'm glad that we're figuring <laughs> all this out now. <laughs> <laughs> this all is right. what the people want. If I if I can't come up with an answer quick enough, I'm just saying the first thing that pops in my head. It, it might not <laughs> have anything to do with you know. That's right. fine. All right, my question is: How did we write Jabez? 
Andy. I uh, am the showrunner, which means that I wrote the overall story arc. I wrote the first episode. Tom wrote the second two. Andrew is go- is now writing the fourth, and I will write the fifth, and I make sure it all is gravy and flows together. Tom. What Wertner said. Ryan. Well. <laughs> <laughs> really good. Okay. Do I have to pick yes, who was the course. best and who was the worst? Yes. All right, the best answer was Ryan's. Hey. Uh, the worst answer was Tom's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I could have said anything there. You uh, wasted oh, no. nine and a half seconds of your answer time. It's like <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I'd rather be worse than nothing like Wertner. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, winner okay. goes next. Who's hotter and why? Lilith Fontenoy from Carver or Elise from Jabez Flintwick, Salem Patriot? Tom. <laughs> Lilith, because it was played by Julia Stroop. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Julia Kane. Julia Kane. Uh, Excuse me, Julia Kane. Uh, oh, um, oh. Andrew? Um, uh, Elise, because Deerskin. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, at least because I just picture her perfectly. Uh, she's 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 life. She's 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 my type. I invented her. She's mine. I know exactly what she looks like in in every stage of dress. I know exactly what she looks like. Oh my God! Oh man! Best man. best answer. This is a three way. This is a three way. Uh, you know. Well, no, you have I'll, to pick one. let's not talk about three ways, uh, 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 especially with those two. No, no, okay. Um, uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, oh man, oh, just I can't. I look at. I love you guys, but I just love hearing the desperation in Andy's voice. So I have to go with Andy's the winner. I just, I can't help it. It's just. Um, and then, uh, um, anytime we can ogle uh, uh, Arud Alchemy's. Um, Significant other, I appreciate that. So therefore, I can't let Tom be last. So Andrew, oh no, I'm sorry. I loved your answer, though. I love your answer, but <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's only a game. All right, here we go. Uh, please, um, uh, please, answerers, please psychoanalyze Jabez Flintwick, Tom. Uh, clearly a. Uh... <laughs> clearly he is uh emotionally distressed and he uh (laughs) time's up ryan (laughs) lots and lots of secrets that i don't know uh what (laughs) yeah see this is a hard one there's um you know, I, I think he's just—he's seemingly innocent, but I think there's some depravity. No, that, no, that's just totally wrong. I'm just trying to be that, funny. That's you. I don't know. It's just time's uh, up. Andrew Kane. Oh, I'm just failing. He—he uh, he was exposed to noxious vapors. I think. I don't think it's a psychoanalytical thing. I think it's a, a chemical, uh, s- scientific. He was uh, Patrick Henry. Uh, he got into Patrick Henry's ether closet. <laughs> <laughs> all right very good uh, winner is tom for the most hiss laughs uh <laughs> <yeah>! <laughs> and uh um 
Loser is Ryan for making us start so late today. Yeah. Uh, because he had so many connect- connection <laughs> no, 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 problems no, no, no. with his uh, computer. All right. That's not related to the question, yeah, though. But I get to do whatever I want. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. As long as I didn't lose, right. great. Uh, who didn't ask? Uh, Tom. T- yep, it's Tom. a Tom. It's Tom. Okay, all right. Here we go. Who of the cast of Jabez would you want to have dinner with and why? Werner. Um, Patrick Henry, which is a lame answer, but because obviously it's a real person and a, get to get that insight would be incredible. Time's up. Time's up. Kane. <laughs> uh, Mort. Because he is a vicious psychopath. Great answer. All right. And Whalen. Uh, I'd have to say the old New England proprietor so I could like really work on my uh, New England accent for you know the next time our town comes around. <laughs> I'll really nail an audition. <laughs> All right. Well, none of those were great answers. No, they weren't. Sorry. But I'm going to have to go with uh, the best answer to uh, Whalen because he uh, actually chose my answer. I would have chosen him. And uh, worst one is going to go with obviously, obviously. Werner. <laughs> and I, I don't think I need to explain. Obviously. <laughs> All right. Well, that oh, wait, yes, wait. yes, Ryan. What was what was just out of curiosity, Tom? What was your reasoning for uh, for the uh, New England proprietor? I just feel like that's a guy that has stories to tell. Mm. You know, he's just, he's probably just a good, nice guy who can just chat away for a good you know forty five minutes about the shit he's seen. I just think it'll be like boring New England stories, though. Like telling us about how he caught. Those are the best kind. Yeah. Those are the best kind. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you, Tom. <laughs> Oh, can you hear that when the music's yeah, going? Yeah, we've been, we've really, really been over this a lot. Of course. We've really. been doing. Uh, <laughs> hey, listeners, we've been we've been doing chatter and lore live to tape recently. Although it's not tape, it's you know digital. But so all the little all the little mistakes, all the little you know rogue burps. It's all it's all just part of the flavor. Enjoy yeah. it. Sit my defense, I'm on it. my second beer. Oh, so. oh well, Things are going to get really crazy soon. Things are getting, yeah, yeah exactly. Things are great. Right. <laughs> it is time for a new game here on Chatter and yes. Lore. It's called Who Said That? Be perfect place for like a little theme music thing. Uh, but yes. I didn't do that. Let's ask Ben to do one. Yeah, perfect. It's too late. For next right. season. Uh, so here's how it works. I will present the boys with a famous or not so famous historical quote, along with two possible authors of the quote. Each gentleman will get a chance to answer. A wrong answer is a negative point, and a correct answer is a positive point. Whoever has the most points at the end wins. No Googling. Why, why are you guys sighing? What? What? What's the problem? No, no, no. That's great. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's creativity involved. Uh, and, uh, the theme of today's Who Said That <laughs> is Jabez Flitwick, Salem Patriot. All right. Yes. Here we go. Mm. Here we go. My favorite patriot. Here is the quote. <clears throat> a soldier will fight long and hard for a bit of colored ribbon. 
A soldier will fight long and hard for a bit of colored ribbon. Who said that? Was it George Bernard Shaw or Napoleon Bonaparte? Who said that? Uh, Ryan. Uh, Napoleon. Who said that? Tom. <laughs> Shaw. Who said... I'm going to do this every time. Who said that? <laughs> Andrew. Uh, George Bernard Shaw. Oh, God damn it. Of course. Of course. It's last, of course you are. Last chatter and lower all over again. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are right, Ryan. You are right. It was Napoleon. Ah. That was my second ah. choice. Yay. <sighs> all right. And so that is a... Negative one for Tom. I hate it when Waylon's right. (laughs) It's not that you're wrong. It's that he's right. right. All right, next. All right, here we go. See, I misunderstood how this game was going to be played. I I thought you were, like, quoting from Jabez scripts. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. I didn't say, yeah, they're, like, historical quotes. No, I said historical, didn't I? Uh, Yeah, not so famous or famous uh, historical quotes. It was said... Introduction. I wasn't listening oh, at that perfect. point. But, okay. <laughs> I, I don't stop listening until Here later. We. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, My country, right or wrong, is a thing no patriot would ever think of saying except in a desperate case. It is like saying, My mother, drunk or sober. One more time. My country, right or wrong, is a thing no patriot would ever think of saying except in a desperate case. It is like saying, My mother, drunk or sober. G.K. Chesterton... Or Samuel Johnson, who said that? Andrew Kane. Uh, uh, Chesterton. Who said that? Tom. Sam J. Who said that? Ryan. <laughs> um, Chesterton. I'm going to lose it if I'm wrong. You said Chesterton, right? Kane? I said G.K. Chesterton. Gilbert Keith. Oh, yeah? Uh, All right. Ryan is two for two and is uh, Uh, holding steady uh, at two. Kane has zero. Uh -uh. And Tom is at negative two. (laughs) (laughs) How quickly it turns. This whole game is bullshit. (laughs) The stupidest game we've ever played on this stupid podcast <laughs> all right another <laughs> now i have to start cheating now i have to start cheating here we go patriotism is supporting your country all the time and your government when it deserves it one more time patriotism is supporting mm. your country all the time and your government when it deserves it mark twain or ronald reagan Tom. <laughs> oh, God. Ah, oh, that's a tough one. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I so badly don't want to be wrong right now. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to go Twain. Twain. All right. I'm going to go right, Twain. All right. Oh, I bet it was Reagan. I bet uh, it was Reagan. Uh, <laughs> Ryan. Reagan. Kane. Uh, I, uh, 
Twain. Oh, Waylon sounded so confident, though. <laughs> he, he never says answers that quickly. <laughs> this was said by Samuel Clemens, also known as Mark yeah! Twain. Uh, Take that. Ryan is down to one. Kane is up to one. Yeah, you suck, Tom is Waylon. up Waylon, to negative suck. one. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, man, Waylon's a, a moron, guys. Still, <laughs> still anybody's game. Anybody's <clears throat> game. Okay. Uh, here. It's just, you know, Reagan. Never mind. Go ahead. Oh, please. Oh, Andy. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> although the most acute judges of the witches, and even the witches themselves were convinced of the guilt of witchery, the guilt, nevertheless, was non-existent. It is thus with all guilt. One more time. Although the most acute judges of the witches, and even the witches themselves, were convinced of the guilt of witchery, the guilt, nevertheless, was non-existent. It is thus with all guilt. Sigmund Freud, or Friedrich Nietzsche. Sigmund Freud, or Friedrich Nietzsche. Uh, Ryan. Friedrich Nietzsche. Uh, Kane. I don't know. Uh, Freud. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. And Thomas. Fred. <laughs> Fred. Wait, Fred like Friedrich or Fred like you're mispronouncing Freud? Oh, Fred like Friedrich. Friedrich Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were just having fun with the, with the word. Yeah, Fred. You know, Fred Nietzsche. <laughs> <laughs> right. He lives down by the act. It was indeed Friedrich Nietzsche uh, bringing Ryan oh, to two, Kane yes. oh, I... down to zero, Tom up to zero. All right. We're do- a smart play would have been to go with Ryan because then I would have just we would have just stayed with each yeah, other. Yeah. But I'm I'm not I'm not playing the game like that, guys. I'm not playing I'm not playing it smart. I'm playing to win, man. I'm playing to win. All right, here we go. Uh, <clears throat> in a way, tied for second place. That's right. In a way, we are magi- <laughs> In a way, go ahead. In a way, we are mag. <laughs> <laughs> Just push through it, Andy. Push through. You can. In a way, we are magicians. <laughs> we are alchemists, sorcerers, and wizards. We are a very strange bunch, but there is great fun in being a wizard. One more time. In a way, we are magicians. We are alchemists, sorcerers, and wizards. We are a very strange bunch, but there is great fun in being a wizard. Dumbledore. Billy. <laughs> Billy Joel. Or Freddie Mercury. Oh, oh God. Oh, that's obvious. That's an easy one. Okay, uh, Tom, since it's so fucking easy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh, Freddie Mercury. Obviously, Billy Joel would have never said something like that, and I'm willing to stake my entire <laughs> reputation on it. All right, uh, well. <laughs> Mercury. Uh, Kaner. Uh, I don't know. Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. Our, We're all moving in the same yep, direction. And you all moved one down. That was yeah. that was oh, William Aurelius Joel. <laughs> you looked up his middle name no, for that. 
Uh, uh, and that is it. That is it. Although I do, oh, I do good. have two tiebreakers. You just want to do them for the hell of it. Yeah. What's yeah, the yeah. score? Uh, Ryan, won? Oh, I'm sorry. Ryan won with one. Kane had negative one. Tom had negative one. Yeah. Let's break the tie for the two losers. How about that? Okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Um, our greatest glory is not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. Our greatest glory is not mm. in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. Abraham Lincoln or Confucius? I think there's some Confucius about this question. Confucius. Who's going Oh, yeah, first? yeah. Yeah, you have to give us a... The Confucius was on my part. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. Uh, Tom! Uh... Tom, go. Why not Tom? Thomas. Who was the other one besides Confucius? Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Lincoln, yeah, he said that. Kane. Uh, Lincoln. All right. You're both wrong. That was Confucius. Damn it! Negative two. Uh, So I got one more (laughs) tiebreaker, though. Here we go. All right, bring Uh, it on, bring it on. Between two evils, I always pick the one I never tried before. Between two evils, I always pick the one I never tried before. Joan Rivers... Or May West. Uh, Kate. <sighs> Sorry. Uh, Joan Rivers. Thomas. Just pick the other one so we can just I was, settle I this was thing. just going to say that. I was just going to say that. And now I kind of don't want to just to piss you off a little bit. <laughs> it's not going to piss me off. It's not, I mean, I'm, we're both, I'm we gonna... both have negative points. <laughs> yeah, I know. The fact that Whalen won this is just... <laughs> Do you hear the glee in his laughter when, when, when Andy said this was to determine who was the worst of the losers? <laughs> oh, what an yeah. Uh, which one did you choose, Kane? I, I don't even remember. Who did I say? Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. I said Joan Rivers. And who the other one was Mae West? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with May, baby. All right. Tom is the second place winner. It was May. May. Oh. Yay. Good for you. Oh, thank you. Thank Good you. I just want to I want to thank my mother and father. Um, I want to thank my wife. Congratulations. All right. All right. Good job, everybody. I have to keep talking because I'm uh, not on the thing where I can press the music. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, I love how Wayland's getting no credit for winning. Now that we've covered chatter, it's time for lore. This episode, we have one story to share. It's from Ryan. The only criteria he had for the story was that it be set in the Jabez universe during a time that is not inside the immediate storyline. Ryan, you big winner, take it away. Well, once you hear my story, I won't be so much of a winner (laughs) anymore. Uh, This... Andy, you can edit things, right, with this still, even though we're doing the whole... Yeah, technically, I haven't yet, though. I mean, I haven't, in any time we've done this, I haven't really <sighs> edited anything. Oh. Well, it, it could Just really it. use... It could really use the one more paragraph <laughs> to button do it, it extemporaneously. Up, but, uh... Do it extemporaneously. Yeah, just make oh, it no. up. Just, just make it up on the spot. Gonna... All right. You're going to be great. Oh, God, you know I'm just telling you. Get in there. Get in there. Um, <laughs> All right. No, I know. I know. That, oh, God. There's, there's there's one other thing. There's one other thing. Um, <laughs> no. I, I, for some reason, I thought we were going to break in between. Damn it. 
Okay. I can um, I can edit if you. It's not a big deal uh, if you'd. Re- well, we're certainly okay. going to edit all this out. <laughs> this, so. At this point, yeah. I think we will probably. So yeah. I just needed a. T- <laughs> well, there's 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 one. There's just there's like a there's the, the bad guy in here. I just don't know. I <laughs> I just read the story. I think well, that's this, this is the story. This is the story. This is this is this is this is actually it's. It's, it's the most idea. it's the most innovative story so far. It's it's like a it's an audience response piece. It's like <laughs> he starts going and we all start, you know, feeding uh, him and then he's like, "All right, that was my story." Okay. And our heads I, explode. Okay. Oh, yeah. Really? Uh, all right. Just say Finn. I'm going to make an executive decision and then if it's wrong, then we can just I'll just have to change it or something and then we'll have to reread it you use the same laugh track whatever i don't give a good well you can't because now oh, screw it <laughs> uh. oh anomaly squirming in bed her thick black braids fraying forehead damp with sweat her belly still swollen with the life inside of it her water had broken nearly three hours earlier and grandmother skahaska attended <laughs> to her Wiping her brow, adjusting her body for comfort. Grandmother knows much about bringing children into this world. Where is he, Grandmother? He should be back by now. The fear was evident in Anaba's voice, but it quickly morphed into pain as another contraction began, this one far worse than the others. Grandmother checked the progress of the birth and saw the crown and knew it was just a matter of minutes. She positioned herself to best assist her granddaughter, in this, her first childbirth, Anaba was frightened, but Grandmother's reassuring eyes calmed her, as they have her entire life. Push, Grandmother said inspiringly. Anaba gathered what strength she had and followed Skahaskao's instructions. <laughs> Again, child, push, Anaba, with her hand... Oops, I cut that part out. Hold on. <laughs> um, Anaba... <laughs> okay. Anaba, okay, uh, hold on, hold on. Anaba, with all her strength, how many napkins is this on? Bore down. Anaba, Anaba, with her with her strength, with all her strength, bore down one final time. For a half a moment, there was silence, and then the room filled with the cries of a newborn. Grandmother herself was, who has taken part in well over a hundred births, was surprised by just how loud this infant girl could scream and cry and cry. Strong lungs. She'll have a lot to say, Grandmother said as she wrapped the babe and handed her to her mother. They began to laugh as the baby girl only cried louder. This was a good omen. Suddenly, the door to the cabin exploded into countless splinters. Every candle and lamp in the room extinguished, and the three of them were left in the dark. Only a pale glow emanated from the doorway. A dark figure emerged from the glow. It was Thorndyke. A most dangerous warlock. Look at you, Anaba. Bringing this pathetic Frenchman's child into the world. I could have given you all that you desired, but instead you bed some witch-hunting lumberjack. Well, I hope this doesn't upset you, but I simply couldn't let that happen. What did you do to Clement? Where is he, you dog? Anaba shouted at the warlock while trying to comfort her screaming child. Worry not, Anaba. I assure you he is alive. In the grave I buried him in. Unfortunately, I haven't the time to do the same for you, fine ladies, so this will have to be quick and painful. He gloated while pulling a fearful-looking blade from its sheath. 
Grandmother, though weak and frail, would not stand idly by while her family was threatened. She courageously positioned herself between the bed and Schofield. She gritted her teeth and muttered some words in the old tongue and charged the warlock's... <coughs> charged the warlock. Schofield took an offensive stance and swung his foot and kicked Grandmother right in her fucking head. <laughs> and this is... <laughs> And this is where shit got crazy. Taking a boot to the skull really pissed Grandma Skahaskao off. She started chanting in the old language and turned round and round. Slow at first, then faster and faster and faster. A bright light shone from the center of the grandmotherly dervish, and with a puff, Grandmother turned into none other than her spirit animal, the indigo bunting. Uh, now, one might say an indigo bunting isn't necessarily an intimidating animal to morph into, as their beauty quite literally is breathtaking. But rest assured, Grandmother's indigo bunting would cause anyone to shit themselves. She was six feet tall with a wingspan of 11 and a half feet. Her beak was serrated and her claws like Trojan spears. Schofield winced as the bunting appeared, but again stood firm and raised his blade to attack. Grandmother indigo bunting... Gave out a terrifying screech and pounced on Schofield. She grabbed at his waist and with her claws bit down hard on his shoulder and tore flesh from bone. Schofield still had an oh shit, no, that's I'm sorry, Schofield's supposed to be Thorndike. I'll take that back. Uh Thorndike winced as the bunting appeared, but again stood firm and raised his blade to attack. Grandmother Indigo Bunting gave out a terrifying screech and pounced on Thorndike. She grabbed at his waist and her claws with her claws and bit down hard on his shoulder and tore flesh from bone. Thorndike still had an arm free, and unfortunately it was the arm attached to the hand that held his blade. Grandmother Indigo Bunting's soft underbelly was unprotected, and Thorndike began thrusting his blade in over and over like a prison shanking. The Bunting shrieked and released her grip and fell back, slipped in her own blood and landed on her back and morphed back into frail old Grandma Skahasko. Anaba, seeing that the situation was growing dire, decided she must help Grandmother. She secured the baby and then bit off the umbilical cord connecting her and the babe. <laughs> Thorndike straddled Grandma and raised his blade for the final slash, but suddenly Anaba wrapped the umbilical cord around his throat and pulled him off. But with the cord being all icky and slippery, she was unable to hold on. Schofield threw herself threw himself atop of Anaba and pinned her hands to her chest with his knee. He cruelly displayed his blade to Anaba angled it downward and thrust it into her heart. He simply smiled at her as the life left her body. Thorndike withdrew the blade, wiped it clean, and moved on to Grandmother. Her body was limp, and a pool of blood surrounded her. She had bled out. Pity. I was looking forward to having a little fun with old Grandmama. The babe was crying uncontrollably. Thorndike approached. Oh, what to do, what to do? He picked the child up, and she began wailing even louder. Shh, 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 he said gently. What shall we do, little lady? Shall I throw you in a pit? Feed you to the dogs? Skin you alive? <laughs> no, 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 no. I have a better idea for you. You will live... A motherless life. And you'll have all the anger and sadness that comes with it. And when you finally feel ready to talk about all of your sadness and anger 
and get it all off your angst-ridden chest. You won't be able to. You will live a life of silence. Schofield put his hand over the screaming child's face and began to close his hand. <laughs> when, he made, <laughs> when he made a fist, the child went silent. <clears throat> now, for the viewers, I'm the member of the group who doesn't all necessarily get the work done all the time. Um, so really, there should be one more paragraph in here <laughs> where, where Clement makes its way makes his way out of the grave he fought back <laughs> and discovered his child who was mute and uh thought she was mute from birth but really no she was cursed by thorndike himself i think it's perfect just the way it is and your and your total commitment to your pronunciation <laughs> alone is worthy of praise uh, i loved it too uh who I, I, so you were debating between going between Schofield and Thorndike, and and you decided oh, I, I to just didn't, just I, do both. No, I was I was no, I was worried about getting in the way of storylines. If anyone had anything in, in the oh. future, uh, yeah. so that's why I just didn't know. But I but then when I was thinking about it, I just don't see. I mean, um, in the in the scripts, uh, what's his name, uh, Clement said they've dealt with Thorndike before, right. so I thought that ties in somehow it could work. Yeah. And I think I think the these chatter and lore stories are the the, the canonically speaking, they're they're a little looser anyway, so don't worry about stepping on toes. Oh uh, Whalen, I think you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okie dokie. Um, we're just going to do, before we say goodbye, we always promise that if you ask questions, we'll do our best to answer them. That is, if you ask questions via social media, Twitter and Facebook specifically, we will do our best to answer them. So we have some that have kind of been on there for a little while that we've been meaning to get to. So we'll just try to quickly address those. So from Twitter, at uh, nickname, that's Nick with a Y, asks... He asks, what if the announcer doesn't actually exist and it's just blank spots in the recording? Does anybody have any thoughts on that? It's kind of kind of more of like a I don't know if that's more of a hypothetical or What announcer is he referring to exactly? I don't I'm not Do we have an announcer? I don't know, Tom. Announcing... Do we have an announcer? <laughs> is it announcing? Uh, does he is does he mean the narrator, or is maybe. it um, maybe? What would what would we announce? I mean, we're telling stories, so we have yeah, we have exactly. a narrator. Just, He's narrating but the stories. The announcer, me, and then, the announcer. Then there's the, nothing. Where are they saying, I, I am not familiar with what you're talking. Like the announce, like, but what would we? And I mean, like on Chatter and Laura, like we'll announce the title of the next season, yeah. or we'll announce. Is that what you're talking about, this Werner? Like, happen, like no, we have no, nothing me, to announce. Me, yeah. the announcer. Well, I don't know what. Uh, uh, I think if there was I'm, blank space, it... go ahead, Ryan. It'd be a lot of fun, Andrew. <laughs> 
so good at it. What? Hmm? Next question. Uh, Adam P. Smith from the Facebook asks, well, first he declares, great show, guys. So, everybody enjoy. Oh, thank you, Adam. Then he says, he knows how to start a question. <laughs> says, My question to you is Tom really as much of a rageaholic as he seems on the Chatter and Lore episodes? <laughs> oh, no. Or is he just playing it up, smiley face? <laughs> playing it I'm up. Not sure what he means. <laughs> not sure what he means by the smiley face. Smiley face. Mm. Now, you know what? I think this is more of a question for you guys to answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna step back on this one. Uh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Tom is, uh, you know, he's, he's special. To the, to, the, to, the, to the untrained eye, it may seem so, but we all know he's all, he's a big softy. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That's true. And it's also, taken me years to determine <laughs> what, is, what is real and what is not. And sometimes I still fall short, so. <laughs> and then that just gets me mad, like yeah, real bad. <laughs> right. And it's, just, just realize that, you know, Tom, like he thrives, like he physically thrives off of you know, kind of rageful tendencies. So it's it's actually healthy for him. So he's not really <laughs> angry about certain things. He just is is doing it because it physically makes him stronger. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how I've always taken it, Tom. I, I that's that's, <laughs> a, that's a fair point to make. <laughs> uh-huh. I think I should go 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 ask my wife what she thinks, and I oh. think she can get her opinion. Oh, okay. Well, you're welcome. That won't oh, be okay. happening. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, this was just absolutely lovely. Does anybody else have anything oh. they want to talk about before we do all the the usual? I heard that there is a a little root alchemy secret society. Oh, bubbling on the fringes of our fan base. Oh my, that sounds and dangerous. And that, um, and that. It seems to be growing. Is is all is all I'm going to say, and then maybe we'll hear more about it. Are you saying are you down saying the we line? Should, you know, keep our eyes and ears open for further word of something like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you know the the usual outlets, the 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 Facebook, the Twitter. Um, something's coming. Hmm. Something's coming. Oh, yeah, I like that. All right. Well. Thank you, everybody. Yes, thank you. No, I, hey, just real quick question. You know that that first. All right, first... everybody. You guys have all a great night. Right. Um, Never mind. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Come on. Come on. No, 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 that that first question. You know, if he did mean the narrator, that Nick. I mean, is he saying that like the show would be better without me as the without the narrator? Is no, that just like... I think he. I think he made up a character or something. I don't know. No, guys. He's... <laughs> The announcer. Well, that might. And it. Well, I think Waylon might be onto something. Can you hear me uh-huh. right now? Yeah. It's me, the announcer. Hi, everybody. Oh, I, guess. I don't think. I don't think that's what he meant. Yeah. Well, Goodbye. That's about either. Gonna, so that's that is strange. You guys are right. You guys just take just take me off the contract. I don't. I don't <laughs> 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 Isn't that cute? He thinks he was on the contract. Oh. Oh. Well. So see it. See you next time. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to do a peppier goodbye. Just make it sound like you know this, this is what was supposed to happen. It's a, a goodbye for a third time. <laughs> <laughs>
Let's yeah. do the fifth five. One, two, three. Goodbye. is Mr. Thomas Hodgkin, Mr. Andrew Kane, Mr. Andy Wertner, and Mr. Ryan Whalen. This episode's story written by Mr. Whalen. Intro and outro music by Old Town Wake. All other music composed by Mr. Benjamin J. Robb. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. To support Rude Alchemy and gain access to exclusive content like blooper reels from every episode, visit RudeAlchemy.com support. This is Jack Ward, and from everyone here at the Mutual Audio Network, we wish you all safety and protection during the COVID-19 outbreak. Join us as we listen and imagine, and together, We'll make it through this. Please be safe.